And the uh, next guest is well known to anybody who's been listening to the telethon, radio telethon over the years. And that's Lisa Sherber, who's the director, patient family program. She is the angel mm. of the Jimmy Fund. She, she puts it all together. Yep. And she's been doing it for, are you ready for this? 30 years. Wow. Crazy. It's almost as long as uh, you, your <laughs> career, Glenn. Glenn and I are retiring. Yeah. Right? Is that the announcement? No, 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 no. no you can't leave. You, no, I'm not going anywhere. You can't go anywhere. You can't go. First of all, it's great to see you. It's great to see and, you guys. Um, I'm hearing some wonderful stories about how you kept everything afloat in the last year during the pandemic. And I just don't know how you were able to do it with all of those girls' nights and the Fenway stuff. And how did you pull it off? Yeah, I think we just got creative. We pivoted really quickly when it all yeah. when it all kind of went down. Our first thing canceled was spring training, obviously in March. Um, and then I think it really we my team, the nurses, doctors, we stayed in clinic throughout the whole thing. Um, and we just really moved quick and we realized that what we're missing is that we have to keep these kids connected we have to keep the families connected and have them remember that this is their safe place this is their family so coming in in march april may these families were so scared they were new families just diagnosed their you know their their support system couldn't come in with them and we had no idea what we were doing and, you know, we just kind of all brainstormed and, and figured out that all we have to do is bring it back to basics. Now, me being there for, you know, 100 years, in the old days, it was pretty much me at a play table doing art <laughs> stuff with the kids and simple things. And, and that really was everything to them. And so we're like, well, let's just bring it back to basics. We don't necessarily have to have a party for 3,000. We don't have to necessarily take kids to spring training, even though that's what we want to do. So we started doing virtual events and honestly they were so amazing <laughs> like it was it was better than i could have possibly imagined and i have the best team that just worked so hard making it all happen what kind of virtual events what, so what we started, i know all, all the trips you do and everything yeah so the summer festival we have like the nine princesses that are around the summer festival that come every year so we got them which is like my daughter and their friends and her friends. <laughs> so we go for we go for free talent. Let's just start that. <laughs> so we did the princesses and you know, so we mailed everybody out the things that would be going along with the program. So they got everything that was princess related, whether the princess was gonna read a story or they were gonna do slime. Everything went to the home. And so the kids were opening up the boxes and the parents were sending us photos of just the kids opening the boxes yeah. and seeing, you know, princess wands and slime stuff and, and all this stuff. So they were already happy before the event started. And then the event started and, you know, we're just at a little computer and we're watching and the kids were so engaged with each princess. And then we're like, we're onto something. Yeah. I, when I think of you, I just I feel like nothing rattles you. No. Like nothing rattles you because I would I would think a lot of things would be going through my mind if I was you. The one, just the kids, you know, how are we going to function? Who's going to be left out? You know, is someone going to be left through the crack, fall through the cracks? All the money that was raised that usually is raised each year, like almost like $3 million, is gone. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah, that, that was definitely a big thing. You know, we lost a lot of donors. We lost a lot of things that were happening. And, and so we scaled things down which was really important to do. And it brought just as much joy, if not more, because I think the families were beyond appreciative that anything was happening at all. And um, it was fun. It was fun. You know, I think it's one of those things where it did bring me back to year one, which was really cool because I had no idea what I was doing then. 
and I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And and this time I had an amazing team with me. So it was it was sort of really great because we could all brainstorm together. And so that sort of kicked off. And then we did a superhero one where it was all Spider-Man and, and Superman, all that you stuff. You could have got Fourier for free for that. There you go. I, mean, you know, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Superman. <laughs> I don't even need a costume. So, <laughs> so I was saying earlier, too, like we hear all the stories about the kids and how much they love going in there. And I don't think people really realize like how special you are because you are to all of us and everyone that works with you because – to be able to treat every single kid that walks in there like they're the most important person in the world is not easy. You know, it's it's not. And it feels like all these kids, that's how you make them feel. You know, it's not, not just a group of kids over here. It is each individual person feels so important and gets so much attention that it changes their lives. Yeah, we hope. I mean, that's the goal. And it's, um, it's everyone I work with, the nurses, the doctors, you know. I mean, you've seen all these people yeah. over the years. And... You know, and I think, if anything, this pandemic brought us even closer together, you know, because we were figuring out things, you know, trying to help. How are we helping this child now get their port access? And how are we helping the nurses sort of help distract? And, and how are we doing all of this? And we're figuring it out on the fly. And, and I really feel like it's interesting to look back. And I, I don't think we missed a beat, even, I, even though I thought we were. Yeah. Even though I thought we weren't giving enough. I, I look back and say, that was pretty good. The thing that amazes me the most about you, and I've seen you in work not only here at the telethon, but over there at the uh, at the clinic, and the engagement you have, the relationship you develop with these kids. And early on, as you know, 30 years ago, these kids weren't surviving, and you had to deal with a lot of funerals and a lot of real hardship to see those families and see what was going on to them. I, I got to believe, and it's still not perfect yet, but it's got to be rewarding to you and to all the doctors and the research people, that there are fewer and fewer that are leaving us now, that more and more are surviving, and they are living normal lives. That has got to be so rewarding because you have an emotional attachment to these people. A hundred percent. You know, and I feel like for us, we see where the research goes. We see that. And whether it's making, you know, an easier way to sort of treat you know, easier way to sort of control nausea and sort of make kids feel better. That's huge. That's research, you know, and now we're seeing clinical trials that are just available where kids have a fighting chance. And I think, you know, 30 years ago, there wasn't a lot of hope, you know, and I think each year the hope is just, it's there because we see it. And every time we finish one of these things, I feel just I, I excited, you know, because it's one of those things where I know where this money goes. I see yep. it every day. And it, it works. Yeah. All right, I'm going to leave you with Elisa Sherber's story. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave you with one. So one year, it might have been, I don't know, eight, ten years ago, something like that, I get a call from Lisa. And Lisa says, um, you know about our big Christmas party we have every year for the kids because my wife is heavily involved in it. Jerry Callahan was heavily involved in it. And I got involved in it because she called me up. And she said, we have a doctor who normally plays Santa Claus, but he can't do it this year. So Lisa looked through her contact list and said, okay, who is I knew it. Who's I the fat guy? I knew it. Who's the fat guy that can play Santa? Thank you. I know what it was. It Who's was got a, a bowl guy. full of jelly? So I will tell you this. I will tell you this, Christian. It was unbelievable. Uh, I bet. They got me. 
not one of those cheap costumes. I swear to God, I wanted to take the costume home. Like the was, coat. It was I lush. did have to return it. It was <laughs> unbelievable. And then we rode in on the sleigh, and we had <laughs> the, the reindeer and the animals and the whole works. But I will tell you this. Watching the kids' face <laughs> as they were coming in. And think about this. They were kids that were on respirators. They were on all sorts of different stuff. To sit there and watch Santa and pick these kids up and put them on in your lap. I Inside, I was crying because it was the most emotional thing that I've ever, ever done. And I, I'm getting a little and I, moist and I right know now. We're, we're all done. But I have to just say, like, this year we did that virtually. A Christmas party for 800. How do you do virtually? And we did, and it brought the same emotion. Oh my God! We watched these families just one at a time joining the, the you know, the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. And there's Santa, and he's talking. He had he had questions from each kid that I would send them. Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, Tommy, I see here you wanted." And I, it, well, that was the real Santa. I'm sorry, you got the real guy. The fake fat Santa, the, the fill-in guy. But I will say this: it's like being Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say those two are pretty similar, yeah. Brady and, Santa, and Santa. But I, I, I wanted a back. <laughs> yeah, how did he sound? Did you? How did he sound? Ho, ho, ho. But I want to I thank you because it was... It was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life, and I will so never, happy. ever forget Thank it. Thank you. And I have pictures because she got me all sorts of pictures as part of a book and the whole works. It was wonderful. It's great seeing you. It's wonderful and seeing you guys. Great Thank seeing you. And so continued much. success because you just do wonderful work, and obviously we see... Uh, the fruit of your labor. So thank, thank you, you very guys. much. You're thank you guys. You're amazing. Thank, thank you. you. Lisa Sherber.